0: Welcome, everybody, to Kingdom Link. We are so happy to finally be back. It's uh, We've been on a little bit of a hiatus with the chaos that's been going around of 2020. Goodness, it's been a year, and we're only in June. It has been quite a year of ups and downs, a lot of downs, but I'm believing we're going to hit another up. <laughs> Hopefully, we're making our way in some good strides. Yes. Today, we want to talk about uh, a serious subject and a sincere subject. Yes. And so we're bringing in some help today. It's not just going to be myself and my father, Tim W. Gill. We're also bringing in our associate pastor, Timothy Gothra, my brother-in-law. Into uh, We're going to be talking about uh, racism and how to deal with outrage in this present time. Yes, Because in this society today... We are seeing so many protests, Amen. so many riots, so much hate and anger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I believe that this is an—I op- say this in every sincerity. This is an opportunity for the church to Amen. finally be the church.
1: Right. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. You know, David, uh, I, I saw someone that, that said this, that they owed 2018 and 2019 apology. <laughs> For sure. Because they said how rough their year was, 2018, <laughs> 2019, they owed an apology. And Man, it's uh, been insane. We are in 2020 as a year of a new decade and new mayhem. Absolutely. So, and uh, it is crazy. and uh, But there is a, one who is not the author of confusion. Right. Mm-hmm. There is one who is the creator of all.
0: Absolutely. And
1: who has the answer. And, and and I'm I'm really looking forward to the discussion. Of course, um, uh, we're so glad to have uh, you know Pastor Timothy with us uh, here. We we're going to treat this like a, a Tuesday night family. Um, you know, after the meal, we have a have a tradition where uh, after Tuesday night Bible study. Service, Kingdom, Life, uh, Bible Study Service. We we had a family meal and we would get into interesting conversations and sometimes it would get uh, pretty broad, pretty heated, (laughs) interesting. And so uh, today we want to just simply um, look at it as as a conversation about this. Mm -hmm. First of all, we want to welcome uh, Timothy. He is our church here associate pastor. He wears many hats here. He's also uh, the son-in-law of of, of <sighs> ours. He married our daughter Whitney. They have two beautiful, amazing—did I say beautiful? Yes, sir. Uh, daughters uh, <clears throat> that, my, our, that made me a grandfather. That's <laughs> a very special thing. Um, to 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 just give you a, a a little bit of a synopsis of of Pastor Timothy, um, he. Works heavily in the kingdom of God. He is a gifted preacher and a, a very special leader. And uh, um, he works in a lot of different capacities. And uh, I, if I can, before I just let you talk just for a little bit, uh, one reason why we want you in on this is because you are also um, in, uh, come from a different race. Yes, sir. And so you bring a different perspective. Mm-hmm but also you bring the perspective that we want to hear, and we think that the body of Christ needs to hear young leaders, young ministers. That being said, welcome, Timothy. I'm so glad you're here, and uh, just just tell us a little bit of what you would like the audience to know about who you are.
2: Amen. Um, so I'm honored to be here with you guys. I'm so thankful for Kingdom Link and uh, the opportunity to um, bridge gaps and I believe that, uh, with each episode that comes out, um, lives are being impacted by it and people are being uh, brought together from it. And so it's an, it's an honor to be here with you guys, uh, and to talk about a topic like this, um, I am, uh, Indian American and, uh, uh, so this is a topic that, um, you know, it's kind of dear to my heart, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited to jump in this with you guys. Yeah. And well,
0: well in the in the area that you grew up, because, I mean, in myself talking about, I'm from Southern Indiana, born and raised in a farming community yeah. who doesn't really see a lot of minorities. Sure. So, in where you grew up, and really the reason we wanted to bring you on is, and honestly, I didn't know this, but I saw your post the other day on mm-hmm. Facebook that said, after the events of 9-11... Right that your family suffered some racism brought to them right and so i want to ask you how did did you and your family react to that yeah and i saw that you said that you would put more american flags up yeah. that you were so pro-american which is a fantastic thing yeah. so beautiful i, I want yeah. can you talk about that for a
2: little bit yeah absolutely um so 9-11 was a very hard time for my family so uh, my my family came from india um as i mentioned earlier um and they're of the sikh or sikh religion and so uh typically what you'll what you you'll identify them the males because they will be wearing turbans and uh, when 9-11 happened, I remember being uh, in uh, my science class and uh, the TVs were on and we were all watching what was taking mm-hmm. place. And I, at that moment, I was, I was observing what was happening in our country, but I didn't know the impact it would have on my family. Mm. Right. Um, and so it was after that just days after mm-hmm. um, I, I remember uh, we we had this jeep this big old jeep and I remember my grandfather he, he doesn't speak very good English um, he always wears the, the the sweetest turban he makes it look he's always Super fly, dude. fresh yeah every it, time it I just, see him, he's fly. it looks really nice and it, it matches his shirt he's just looking good and uh, I, I remember all of a sudden on the back of the jeep there's this bumper sticker that says i love USA Oh mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and all of a sudden you see it on all of our cars now. Yeah. And they're wearing pins of the American flag. Right. And they have bumper stickers of the American <laughs> flag. And and I I I remember hearing uh the comments um after all of this happened from people who who knew me and were my friends and they were just joking about it making you know just little jokes but then also from people who which is which that wasn't okay right but but uh then also from people who didn't know me mm-hmm. um and and so hearing the jokes like when i introduced myself to them and uh you know so my my indian name is titu okay? right and my last name is gothra that's a really odd name right so <laughs> as soon as you hear it uh, you know, you're, it you're, sounds different. It sounds different. Right. It's not an American name. Right. So, so you know, you they they say, "Where's that name from? What's your what's your culture?" You know, and so you tell them, "Oh, from India." And and their response, and I've heard this tons and tons of times. Their response is. Oh, are you guys the ones that flew the planes oh into the God. towers?
1: First of all, that shows the lack of understanding lack, geography. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They
2: kind of missed the ball on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the lack of education. Yes. Right. Um, and so those were difficult, difficult questions. Yeah. Um, to kind of deal with. and. Um, watching my family have to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know. I I wasn't wearing the turban. So, so uh, about this time, how old yeah. were you? Oh, man, so uh, be two thousand and one. I I was maybe a freshman in high school. Wow, or so,
0: something mm-hmm. like that. So old enough to really be aware of what's yeah. going on. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I remember like my my dad telling me, "I love this country so much. Mm-hmm. Like I love this country." And and so they put these things on their cars, and because they feared. What would happen to them, mm-hmm. and and the the way that people would then look at them yeah. um, because of the turban, and and not just it like with this idea that people. Could or they would? It was that people did. Right. And so I made a. You, you made reference to the Facebook post that mm-hmm. I made. Mm-hmm. Um, after I made that that post, and this is what was kind of telling to me. After I made that post, I got a text message immediately from uh, a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a, right? a, Yeah, a close family member. Um, that uh, I say I say close. Uh, they're dear to me, but we haven't talked in a little while. We haven't right. communicated yeah, in a while. Right. And and they they texted me and they said thank you,
1: really that's awesome thank
2: you for that and and they said can can I share it on my Instagram stories, yeah um, and and that's good. they they said my dad saw it and he passed it along the family yeah and and what that meant to them to yeah. be able to, uh um, you know, uh, hear their story mm-hmm. and and and. Because they are not going to say it for themselves, yeah. you know. They're not going to talk
1: about right. that. Well, it, it shows. I <clears throat> think know, that shows character. That mat- well, and that, and that they matter. Yeah. And isn't that the heart of all humanity? Yeah. Is that I matter regardless yeah. of what my skin is? You know, right. in, in in America, we have had, uh, and it's been this way. It's just this way in other worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no nation that I know is perfect when it comes to this. In moments of war. Where, like in World War II, we isolated the Japanese, we, you know, quarantined them, we put them in camps and, right. and, and like this with uh, 9-11. It, 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 I think, don't you think at the basis of that, that it is more fear mm-hmm. or yeah. more racism?
2: I mean, it didn't, they didn't get those comments. I didn't get those comments until it happened. So I think it's. Is it possible to be racism from fear? Mm. You're afraid, yeah. and so then you uh, characterize you lash out on mm-hmm. someone else. You characterize that group of people, mm-hmm. um, and you associate them with that, even without never having an a, an understanding right. or or even right. attempting to learn that culture right. or or you know those types of things. I I think, I think one thing that that uh, that stands out to me. Um, is the kids who came up to me mm-hmm. and and they would say things like they would make the terrorist comments. Right. And they would say they'd make jokes about being a towelhead. Mm-hmm. You know, it, what stands out to me is the lack of education mm-hmm. from the parents mm-hmm. to right. the kids. And I, and I think that's where racism, mm-hmm. uh, that's how you defeat it in a generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah is from teaching it from the parents to the kids. Um, And and just a a quick side note, I'm so thankful for our Sunday school departments Mm. in in our churches. Amen. Because when you, you hear it from home, there are kids who don't hear it from home, right? Absolutely. And and so if you, if you can get them into a Sunday school class, you're, you're, you get them into a place where um, they're they're being taught good morals, godly morals, right. biblical mm-hmm. values and principles when they're young. Yeah. It starts in the home, but in addition, you have this these other voices speaking into Absolutely. your life, and so I I value that as yeah. you know a a. a, a Indian American who went through these moments, Mm -hmm. but having a Sunday school class, I know that sounds, you know, elementary, but, but, uh, it taught
0: you, it it teaches you that this is what I need to do. This is how I act. Not just even as a Christian, this is teaching me good morals because the, you know that's the debate between you know atheists and if God exists. Well, where do we get our morals? It's because God created us and He created a, a system of morals. That mm-hmm. this is what we believe, yeah. not just in the sense of so we can be mm-hmm. Christians, so so we can be Christ-like. It's that so I can respect other humans, that I can yes. respect other life, even though they may not be exactly like me, mm-hmm. but that I. Not to sound like on a high horse, that morally I can still love you even though you don't look like me. Well, you know, I think
1: it's as simple, the statement about about Sunday school and having Bible class and different things like that. It's as simple as even in for me, I've been on this planet for 58 years, and I remember Jesus loves the little children of the world, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. Yeah. They are precious in his sight. I learned that yeah. at church. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody lived it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody practiced it. But I learned that. So mm-hmm. my first, you know, of course, the conversations that we had at home, the conversations we had growing up. Yeah. And, you know, we are only, uh, I just saw recently that uh, the first uh black girl that went to a, you know, left, you know, from an all-black school to uh, more of a white mixed school when when that was starting back, just turned 65. Wow. So we are only three generations away. Right,
2: right.
1: From, from... Pure from, segregation. From, right. from Well, not just segregation, <clears throat> because uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too long until, in the 60s, there was still laws in, in right. I, I think, uh, in the early 60s, there was 16, still 16 states where interracial marriage was illegal.
2: Wow. That's I was not born that long in, ago. I was
1: born in the 60s. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to me. I heard sociologists, uh, the sociologist from Harvard that said that one of the benchmarks that they tend to look at to see whether a culture is being assimilated into society is within the interracial marriage. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we have gone from, um, you know, let me look this up. I had some quick statistics about this. Um, In 1958, only 4% approved of black-white marriages. Mm -hmm. In 2016, 87%. Approved wow. So you know In my life I have seen some some Major good advances right. yeah. From from a, again From a white mm-hmm. um, Caucasian I grew up in the south I grew up in Texas I, I saw racism very clearly there mm-hmm. I didn't always understand it I do now mm-hmm. But to see the fact That we have really come far In our nation I mean a few years ago I don't think we'd ever even have an idea that we'd have a black president
2: mm-hmm. or a black
1: secretary of state, right, right. or uh, you know, a person like that. And so, I I hate these moments when we're going to get into the the riotings and the. But I I love the fact that you talk about I love America. I love the fact that by and large, America is not made up of bad cops, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Or bad <clears throat> thug. We can't writers. we can't put a
0: blanket statement on people like that no because I feel like that's almost just as not necessarily racist but just as prejudice as doing those kinds of acts to say, mm-hmm. well, all cops are black, mm-hmm. bad and all black people are thugs. Yeah. that's that's just as bad as what happened yeah. is to say something like that. yeah
1: well in your in your experience, uh, uh, Timothy, um. You have you have seen up close with your uh, differences, uh, color of your skin. You're 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 very tanned. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I this you know I I definitely would enjoy a little tanning. That's, um, that's of, awesome. our, A little tan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the church, right? Right. Have you firsthand experienced church people mm. who treated you differently? No, not that treated me
2: differently. Um, no, no. I've awesome. heard. I've heard statements said, um, just in 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 general, mm-hmm. and and not even meant to be hurting mm-hmm. towards right. towards minorities or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but nothing personally, like yeah. nothing that's attacking awesome. or anything yeah. of that sort. No. yeah
0: well, and that that's an amazing thing because ten years ago, could you know, minorities have said that. Could someone of a minority have said that?
1: don't
0: mm. oh, no. I, you know I, I just think that's a, a great stride that we're making that a lot of people yeah. just don't talk about. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and, and and I think if I may make make one more comment about this is that it has been said by some very influential people. That racism is in the DNA of America. Mm. I understand that statement. But when you say racism is in the DNA of America, you're really saying you can't change it. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no hope. Mm-hmm. Because you can't change your DNA. Mm-hmm. I can't change my DNA. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, yes, there is some roots to, to there's some deep wounds. Mm-hmm deep wounds especially in the in the, in the black community that is still fresh mm-hmm. from only 3 generations ago to slavery
0: right right cuz like we said we we think it was so long ago it's not stop yeah it's not you know and so for that community to be hurting it seems like we we're like well yeah. that was that was long ago you know you you, you should be fine. You should be over. That wasn't that long ago. We'll, we'll so, 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 so we need to be able to say, I understand why you hurt. I understand why you feel the way you, mm-hmm.
1: because it wasn't right. that long ago. We'll put it in this context. My grandparents were alive during the Civil War. Mm. My grandparents yeah. would be alive during the Civil War. Oh, man. Lord help us. So the quote, the quote you said, uh, say it one more time <laughs> about racism in our DNA. Uh, it has been said by you know some very influential leaders that racism is in the DNA of America, mm-hmm. and I get where that's coming from. Is that it's a it's a part of our fabric, right? It's in our history. It's in our history, but to say it's in our DNA is to give no hope right. for change. So here here's what I when I hear that. What
2: what I'm also hearing is uh, yes racism is in the DNA of America the but what I'm hearing louder than that is sin is in the DNA mm. of America right um, and so like f- my perspective and my worldview is going to be different than a lot of other people's sure. because my worldview is a is from a biblical right. Absolutely, it is a biblical worldview because through that
0: Sunday school teachings, you you grew up
2: morally through that, and so that's the way you view the world, right? Absolutely, just like Dad and just like me, exactly. Racism exists only because sin exists. That's true, absolutely. And so, to deal with racism, you have to deal with sin sin. Um, and there's only one place that you can deal with sin Mm -hmm. completely and that's at an altar of sacrifice absolutely romans 12 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of Mm -hmm. god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is a reasonable (coughs) service and be not conformed to the world but be transformed Transformed. by the renewing of Mm -hmm. your mind Mm -hmm. that that's Getting to the root mm-hmm. of racism, it doesn't un- it doesn't understate racism. No, but it it gets to the foundation of what it is, and racism is sin.
1: Yeah, and the ultimate goal of Jesus Christ, he prayed this in John seventeen. He said, "Father, that 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 the church would be one." Mm-hmm. Where we become one is at Calvary. Right, right we all have to go to Calvary right, right. to find Every a redemption person yeah the same path of redemption yeah. right I go through we go and we preach it around the world mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter the color of the skin it right. doesn't matter the tribe or we all become one yeah, in right. Christ right at Calvary mm-hmm. and Jesus paid for that yeah. Right. By shedding his blood, absolutely for us, and uh, you know, I like what you said that uh, it's not in the DNA. Uh, I was using that as a, as an illustration to show that the hopelessness mm-hmm. that comes across sometimes from our leaders right. is tragic. Mm-hmm. But to be able to hear that there is there is hope, mm-hmm. uh, that's a message I think that has got to be espoused in this particular time yeah. that we're living in, absolutely.
0: So, going from that, so let me, let me just ask you, how do we deal with a world consumed with outrage? Because outrage isn't something that's new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Timothy, you saw that, your family <laughs> saw that from the outrage that came out of 9-11. Mm-hmm. We've seen this, and it seems like if this world isn't mad about something, that they aren't satisfied. Mm-hmm. That they've got to have an outlet for that rage. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, outrage has become comfortable to us and when i say us i mean the world the world but why does it seem like this time it's different why does it seem like this time it's hitting a different chord And maybe maybe it's just in the way i'm viewing it maybe it's just in the way i'm thinking but i think like this time it's just hitting a different chord in people
1: Mm -hmm. well i think outrage has a lot to do with the fact that people are lost yeah and lost their way we hear a lot about you know we see a broken society Uh, I think for me uh, I've lived through the 60s and the 70s and I watched how that now the the rebels of the 60s and 70s the the ones that presented their um, you know riots on campus colleges then are now leaders Mm -hmm. are now professors and what was just a, a cauldron, right. they have thrown gas on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by dysfunction mm-hmm. and fear. And if we think that we're not living in a world that preaches fear yeah. and hate on both sides, mm-hmm. we're going to miss it mm-hmm. because I think that that culturally we are a dysfunctioning society mm-hmm. on all colors. We have just as many broken families in both places. Yeah. And until we address the brokenness of our culture and the dysfunction of our culture and the dysfunction of our family, the statistics are there. Mm-hmm. And whenever there is a father absent, right. it's very high mm-hmm. that that child will, it's very likely that child will get into some kind of crime um uh, I forget, I th- I'm, I want to say, and I'm just quoting this off the top of my head, I don't have the statistics for me, but it's close to 70% of those incarcerated mm-hmm. come from a fatherless home. Right. Mm-hmm. But if we're not willing to talk about that in right. mm-hmm. that dysfunction, then we can't address some of the core issues that are creating this outrage.
0: Well, well yeah. let's say like this, even in, in a business, if someone is losing 70% of their margins, mm-hmm. then, they're going, they're, to find, they're going to find out what's causing that, and they're going to address it. They're broke. So if we're seeing that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so if we're seeing that 70... I, I know that's off the top of your head, but if it's a high percentage it's like that, high. we need to act on that. We need mm-hmm. to say, hey, you may have grown up in a house without a father, but I know the father above all. Amen. That it says... we. Uh, adopt, the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, "Abba, Father," that we've been adopted into right. this church. Mm-hmm. That even though you may not have a natural father, that there is a spiritual father mm-hmm. that you can cling to.
2: Right. Yes, right.
0: And so, going off of that, Timothy, I really love what you said a while ago that maybe a lot of racism comes out of fear. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's kind of my opinion of what's going on today. I think because 2020 has been a roller coaster of a year. You know, we've, we've, we've had so many. It's like catastrophe after catastrophe after catastrophe. Right. Seems like we can't catch our breath mm-hmm. this year. And I believe that when COVID-19 hit, that a spirit of fear came in. Mm-hmm. A spirit of fear came into our hearts. Absolutely. And it was, it, it, that's natural. It's a pandemic. I'm worried about my family. I'm right, worried about right. myself. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Fearful of the future. What's the future sure. going to look like?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've been living in that fear for weeks. And so, with that fear, I believe that the enemy has thrown a second punch to that, and that's been anger. Right. And I think right after fear came anger. And so, we've been living in fear and anger for weeks, and we've just not known it. Yeah. And so, uh, when the absolutely evil thing that happened to Mr. Floyd happened, Mm -hmm. I think it was a door that opened that let people use that anger that was building up inside of them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we have so many riots. Mm -hmm. It's because it's that anger. It's that lashing out Mm -hmm. and they're using it in his name, which I don't think that's right. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the cause of it, but they're lashing out in that anger.
1: Well, you know, let's, let's dive deep. Let's, let's dive deep. Again, you said it already, Mm -hmm. uh, Timothy, Our worldview is based on a biblical view. Right. So what we're coming from is not from a university standpoint. It is not coming from a secular standpoint. Mm -hmm. We're coming from a biblical standpoint. And I firmly believe the Bible teaches us that what we see in the natural has a counterpart happening in the spiritual. Absolutely. And wherever there's a natural problem, then there's a spiritual root. Right. To that natural problem, mm-hmm. I am of the opinion, and, uh, and and I I feel like that the spirits have been working the spirit of fear, the spirit of warmongering mm-hmm. and anger and wrath and all this stuff has been churning and working in the minds of men, right,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the minds of women, right, and it's been heightened by some, maybe not all but some media types sure and some political leaders that have used it to to stir the pot rather than to really look for a real a reconciliation mm-hmm. and so but there's a spirit behind this
2: oh yeah
1: that i think is an a push from darkness
2: Absolutely. to try
1: to prevent revival mm-hmm. try to prevent uh, as many lies that hell can destroy it's going to destroy it doesn't care what right. the devil is the ultimate non-racist when it comes to <laughs> he doesn't care what skin color you are he wants to destroy your soul Right. he wants right. to destroy your family he wants to destroy your business right. he wants to destroy your livelihood yeah. he wants to bring you down and
0: I think that is so interesting because God's the exact opposite he doesn't care about your skin color He doesn't (laughs) care about what you look like. He loves you. Because he wants to build you He wants to build you up. He wants to make you better. And I I honestly think that, and don't get me wrong here, but when when Mr. Floyd was brutally murdered, that it did open a door. But I think it was a two-way door. Mm -hmm. I think in one instance, it opened the door so that people could act out in their anger and act Mm -hmm. out in their rage. Right. Horrible. But I think it opened a door for us as the church and not just the church but the people of this world to have a conversation right. that we were too fearful to have in the first
1: place. Why are we talking about it?
0: Ex- absolutely. Yeah. I honestly did not think as a white male that I had a place to talk about racism. But I believe that this has opened a door that I can say mm-hmm, something right. because I have the answer and that's Jesus. Right. I can yes. bring... And what if that is the revival that there were hearts that had racist feelings that had racist thoughts or whatever. But this has opened the door to say, you know what? I was thinking wrong. And what if that's the revival that we're looking for? It's the mending of of hurt thoughts and hurt feelings. What if that's what we're looking for?
2: I think as much as God can deliver someone from jealousy or addiction, God can fully Deliver someone from the spirit of racism. Amen. Absolutely. Um, and and you're talking about the, the spiritual push behind all of this. And I, I think at the foundation of what we have to understand as the church or as a mm-hmm. Christian believer um, is exactly what we're fighting.
1: Mm-hmm. Because if
2: we don't understand what we're fighting, mm-hmm. then we can try to throw out solutions, and they're just going to they just going to hit the wall right. and fall, yeah. fall right down. Right. So we have to establish what exactly are we battling. And and you, you you mentioned it talking about this spiritual war. And Ephesians six and twelve tells us that we wrestle not mm-hmm. against flesh Absolutely. and blood. Uh, that's we, we don't wrestle against color, Mm-mm. right? We're, we're not no. wrestling against culture, Absolutely. Uh, cultures and where you come from. We're wrestling not against flesh or blood, but against principalities, against powers, mm-hmm. against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Right. We're not fighting each other. No. No. This, this uh, is a spiritual battle, and the only way that we're going to have Full complete victory over racism can only be through the power of the Holy Ghost. Absolutely.
0: Well, even in Colossians 3 2, it says, Set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. That's literally just saying, Set your mind to higher things. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, there is is racial problems, but look at there is an answer to this. And through that answer, it can bring revival, it can bring restoration to a hurting world.
1: I've I've witnessed firsthand, and had the blessing to witness firsthand, being a part of two multiracial churches. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my wife and I, Faith and I, uh, were youth pastors in 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 the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. and in that church, I think at one time we had sixteen different races. Wow,
2: that's from awesome. different nationalities. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Okay. Yeah.
1: We're we're talking about first generation Polish people. Mm. Wow, first generation Haitians, first generation, and 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 you know blacks, Hispanics, but from sixteen different nations represented. So it's kind of like going to the UN. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. right. And we had our problems. We had our problems, but at the heart of it, most of it was not racial; it was cultural.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And if I may quote Denzel Washington. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) Daniel Washington said this, and I saw this on a a, a statement he made on a YouTube video somewhere recently. And he says, what most people see as race is really culture. Mm. He said, there's a reason why a black man can produce a movie related with black topics. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he understands the culture That's right. good There's a right. reason why A German could do better do a, a movie related to Germany right. And right. World War II They uh, understand because it Because they understand the culture Right That's what's missing That's so good That's yeah. what's missing in our world right. Is that Not appreciating Culture mm-hmm. Your family Right Your right. family approaches life a uh, Totally different Because of their culture That right. they come from India Mm-hmm and uh, but yet, I what little bit I've seen in your family, they very much are assimilated in American culture. Mm, absolutely, but still retained. Well, how boring would it be if They're everyone Indian. acted the same?
2: Yeah, I oh. mean,
1: I mean, what if we all talked the same? What if we all acted the
0: same? Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> give me some different cultures. <laughs> when, yeah, the, I'm gonna be honest with you y'all. Yeah, food. give <laughs> me some what Mexican food. Tell you I about mean, that. let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. I mean, guys. I mean, you know, my mom can cook. Uh, my wife can cook, but that's about all that I know that white people can cook. yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> there
2: are some fantastic foods
0: out of there through different <laughs> cultures. Let's just be
2: real. The funniest moment uh, mm. was one day when I uh, I, can, uh, I was you know talking to my dad or whatever, and uh, he invited invited me and my brother over for uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. and they they love America so much and mm. they want to be a part of it so much. They had turkey. But they didn't have turkey. They had turkey curry, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing because it was like this. This, uh, you know, they I, they had never made that before. i had never seen that dish. But they they wanted to bring in. They wanted to be a part of. You know, of what they right. w- what's here, this,
1: this yeah. country. They well, they, they love I, it so much. I think
0: that's so beautiful in itself yeah. though, that they did take an American mm. idea, but they made it their own. Yeah. They yeah. made it, they, they put their own culture on yeah. it. There you and go. I think that's awesome. And
1: that I think that's missing in this conversation is the appreciation of ethnicity, mm-hmm. the appreciation of culture. Right. And uh and formulating a uh a love that hey, you know, you come from a different standpoint. I may not always understand your past. You don't understand my past, yeah. what I've been through. And yet I can appreciate
2: yeah.
1: and celebrate even. That's it. That's the Celebrate king. the fact that, you know, um, my my black brothers and sisters in the Lord are, are friends that I have that are of another neth- ethnicity. Yeah. Why oh, am I having a hard time but, saying that word? But anyway, <laughs> it... it, it 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 is it's missing out on the glory that God created us Absolutely. all in right. His image. Yeah.
2: Right. I don't I don't want you to look at me and tiptoe around my culture. Absolutely. I don't want you to to be afraid to ask me
0: mm-hmm. uh, wha-
2: about being Indian right. and what my what the Indian clothes mean right. and mm-hmm. uh, the the you know the traditions of uh, mm-hmm. where my family comes from. I, I I want you to to celebrate that with right. me. Yeah. I want you to ask yeah. me about it, and I want to I want to enjoy talking to you about it. Yeah. Well,
0: and I think more or less, even if there are people that don't care. They're going to be racist. There's also a vice versa to that that people are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of coming off as racist. Right.
1: Well, I think this is one thing that is happening out of this whole absolutely uh, calamity. Right. is that it? we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to also talk about and admit a problem. Right, right. But right. it has to work on a person where they're coming. from. Two of my favorite posts that I have seen in the last few days comes from one from a black pastor and the other comes from a white pastor. I know mm-hmm. both of them. One that is the black pastor said, I have spoken on this issue, speaking of racism, I've spoken on this issue, but nobody's listening when everybody's talking.
0: Mm. Come on now.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it's like there's so much noise out there till you know you just want to say, okay, let's call our jets. Right. Let's think about it, but let's talk about it. Where it needs to be talked about, of course, social media, it has its place but I believe at dinner tables of homes. Yes, absolutely. Among the parents, right. absolutely. the children, absolutely. at church leadership mm-hmm. yeah. uh, meetings. It needs to be talked uh, about. That we talk about it from the pulpit. right? We preach about the biblical perspective yeah. of it. it. And I think that's very important. But the other post that I uh, wanted reference to is from a, a, a white fa- pastor that I know. And he said... After the protest signs are gone,
0: mm.
1: we will continue doing what we've always done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: feeding, caring for, providing mm-hmm. for, talking about the black community that they Absolutely. serve, You know, which I've seen firsthand mm-hmm. and watched firsthand. And to me, that speaks louder yeah. than, than anything else Absolutely. is that what are you doing in your life mm-hmm. to make a difference? And I think it starts with, first of all, admitting that I may not understand everything. Yeah, but I can talk about it. Right. Right. right.
2: Absolutely.
0: And, and so going for that, I want to talk to you guys a little bit on the response in speaking of Mr. Floyd's death and mm-hmm. what's happened these past few days in the past week following the death of Mr. Floyd. Um, you know, they're speaking of there. We have seen a lot of peaceful protests against yeah. racism. Yeah. We've seen that. There there are peaceful protests for a good cause. right? And prayer meetings. And prayer Absolutely. meetings for a good cause. Absolutely. There is a lot of good people yeah. doing good work. Yeah. But then on the other hand, we have begun to see a lot of violent, evil riots yeah. in our mm-hmm. streets taking over our country, taking yes. over these cities. And I, I, I do believe that these riots were born in that anger mm-hmm. over these past few months. And it's like that it's like a boiling pot of water yeah. that, at one point, it's going to overflow, and mm-hmm. it has. Right, and we are just seeing overflowing of anger and hate, and it. They they say it's like fighting fire with fire. Well, that doesn't solve anything. Yeah, that mm-hmm. just makes more fire. And so I don't think I don't think people are getting it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I feel like it's split up in this manner. It's either you're uh, a peaceful protest for racial injustice. Or the violent riots in the name of anger, right? And right. they may they may not say that, but their actions
1: prove otherwise. Yeah, yeah. It is amazing to me. Um, I, I I do want to try to tread carefully here. I don't want to be misunderstood. Probably will be. Um, I'm at uh, twgill at Twitter. You can find me there if you want to <laughs> respond. But call me. <laughs> <laughs> but here here here's here's the thing that. We 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 are celebrating our society and culture is celebrating murder mm-hmm. and shooting and killing and mayhem and destruction. Yeah. And I want to say that what those rioters are doing is diabolical. Absolutely. And 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 it gets into a mob mentality and a and a foaming at the mouth like I own this I deserve this and uh, I think it goes back to the dysfunction of our culture and I realize the rage I realize all of the the the, the you know feel like it's pent up and I know we, people have been caught up in COVID nineteen yeah. cu- mm-hmm. quarantine and and it's just roaming and but. Um, Man, we need God. We absolutely, do. we do. I,
2: I, I don't agree with the violence. I don't agree with the rioting. Um, I I think the rioting, um, I think the warfare we are seeing in the streets flames the divide right. instead absolutely. of absolutely helping to bridge absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. Um, and and I, I but I look at this moment and I and I think this is a place in our society where the presence of the church mm-hmm. could be unbelievably impactful. Absolutely. The, the door is wide open for the church to be a church on the move, mm-hmm. active in the community, yeah. reaching yeah. to those in need, doing what yeah. uh, many churches are already doing, just taking this moment and pressing the pedal
1: to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that if we're looking for government to answer this, laws have been passed. They still haven't changed anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You can look at political parties. You may be a very pro-Democrat or pro-Republican. Quite frankly, both sides irk me. <laughs> they're both situation. wings of the same bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, they irk me, and though not all of them, but some of them have taken advantage of corona and of the riots and all of this for their political mm-hmm. agenda. Right. Now, That's if we sad. don't, another thing is that there's a lot of organized rioters mm-hmm. that have a, an agenda. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're not they're not coming just because of the, some some person that is right. um, you know been George Floyd being killed and, and let's just let's just end the, 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 the question right now there should be no debate that was wrong what the man did Oh, 100%. absolutely the, you know, and, the, and
0: I think people want to just solely focus it was a white police officer killing a black man to me that doesn't matter if it was a black police officer killing a white man in that manner it was still sick Yes. Nobody deserves to die in the streets like that. No. Nobody deserves no. that. No matter what their race or ethnicity or yeah. or what
1: they've done, they don't deserve that. Right. And I think our country is really um, missing some true, genuine, character-driven civil rights leaders.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Martin Luther King did something that has not been done since him, Absolutely. and that was able to exact change peacefully yeah. and for people to think that they're rioting and they're they're you know inflaming uh, uh, a lot of people that's not going to exact change at all mm-hmm. if anything it's going to do just the opposite
2: yeah
1: I, I i i can't support somebody that goes into our memorial cemeteries where our fallen soldiers have been buried and desecrates their graves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. desecrates their monuments right You know, the ones that gave their life for them to have the right to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, not even the right. That's, that's a legal thing, but you know, to, to, to be so entitled in anger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why
2: Christians have to start in prayer.
1: Absolutely. That's Mm
2: -hmm. why they have to, because emotionally Mm -hmm. I'm emotionally involved. You're right. I'm emotionally upset. Mm -hmm. I'm mad. I'm furious. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to, I want to. To, to move into this as much as I can. Yeah. But but what I can't do is let my emotions overcome like the 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 Holy Ghost inside Absolutely. of me right so I need to start in prayer mm-hmm. I need to get my flesh out of the way get right. my feelings out right. of the way I already know racism's wrong oh, that's yeah. that's not the conversation yeah, that's not even a question the the conversation is how am I gonna respond? Right. So get me in prayer let me let me just let God's grace cover me Absolutely. and his wisdom those yeah. kind of things feed into my spirit and then I can get up and right. I can respond
1: in the way in the manner that he would want me to, right? Well, I have a question hey. for y'all. Who's winning in these riots? Nobody. Who's winning? Who's getting the upper hand? Who's getting the most press? I I think
0: in that sense, I I I agree. I don't think anybody wins. I yeah. think in in that sense, it's that we're addicted to outrage. The world is addicted to outrage. Let's be real.
1: Media doesn't
0: get money unless they have something to talk about.
1: Wait, wait, you just answered the question who benefits from the rioting, the media, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they make more money when there's a riot that they can get the viewer. Viewership sure. on all news media has been up already. Right. And so as long as they can push that button, mm-hmm. then they have greater viewership. If if also, and my question to you all is something that I, I don't understand and I, I want to understand, and that is... How do you have systemic racism in a culture where so many have, take for instance, Baltimore, just this past year or so, when they had, we have, remember, we had the the shooting in Baltimore and tragically someone died. Then the person was, uh, or Ferguson, I know Ferguson, uh, Mm -hmm. the person was acquitted of. Of, of it being a crime right. They did an investigation The DOJ came in and did an investigation And whether you agree with that decision or not But take for instance Baltimore You have a black mayor a black police chief
0: mm.
1: A black assistant the, the second in command is black Large black police force Wouldn't it be better to say Instead of systemic racism We have individual racism Mm-hmm.
0: Well, because isn't, if we would say systematic racism, isn't it built up of individual racism?
1: Yeah, it is. But I guess what I'm I'm saying is that to say that America as an institution, right, mm-hmm. the police force as an institution, yeah. or as the government as an institution is inherently racist. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's let's back away and right. look at this because if we don't have a discussion about this, yeah, mm-hmm. because to ignore it. Yeah. To me is to say, well wait, wait, wait a second. Right. You can't shout one way, one way, and shout another way, another way. Absolutely.
2: I I think it's a condition of the heart of the individual. I, I don't there think you go. I don't think I mean I don't see the rules that are limiting me as an Indian American from accomplishing something that you can accomplish. Right. I, I don't I don't see that. Um I, I I think I think I don't think the answer is to defund the police. No. I don't. I don't think that's where the problem is.
1: Right. Well, let the peace go. Please go away for a few days, and then see what happens. And see what happens.
2: It is a condition of the heart. Amen. Mm-hmm. And and racism is a problem. Definitely. Right. But but we've got to we've got to establish where it is and and uh, face it that
1: way. Yes, I, and I agree. And I think that 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 these are some things we need to to see and talk about mm-hmm. on, on both sides. Uh, until we meet it one on one individually first that we all look ourselves in the mirror and say you know what i may have some twinge of feelings mm-hmm. of bigotry or prejudice or something like that i need to get rid of that it's kind of like every person deals with hypocrisy and they mm-hmm. deal with these things that 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 we can't, we are in the pressure cooker of this mm-hmm. yeah and it it wants to attach to us and yeah. like you said we got to pray first and let the holy spirit right moving us right
0: so then how do we at speaking as the church now how do we respond to this response around us in my opinion it's john 13 34 a new commandment i give unto you mm-hmm. that ye love one another as i have loved you speaking of god mm-hmm. that ye also love one another yeah so how how do i respond it's also ephesians 4 and 32 and be ye kind to one another, tender hearted, mm-hmm. forgiving one another, even yes. as God for Christ's sake yeah. hath forgiven you. I love what Bishop writes in his commentary uh, on this verse. It says, Who is stronger? Mm-hmm. Who is stronger? One, the one who rises up in a rage and attacks another who has wronged him in some manner, intentionally or unintentionally, mm-hmm. or two, the one who recognizes that humanity is flesh. Humanity is subject to mistakes that lashing out against someone who has wronged you will only result in two people getting involved in some wrong instead of one. Mm, so see. who is stronger? Another thing he writes in his commentary, uh, not just on this verse, and when it says, be ye kind, mm-hmm. when he says that word kind, in that sense, it's not how you and I think of that word kind. Right. Being nice to somebody. Yeah, right. Being, I, I'm, I, an act of being nice. mm mm-hmm. But to be true, true blue kind to somebody is to have kinship with them, to be kind with them. Mm-hmm. So if I am truly kind yeah. to someone, I am kinship with them. Right. I am a brother to mm-hmm. them. I am a sister. I'm a brother and sister to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that no matter your skin color, no matter your ethnicity, no matter your background, if I am to be who I am in Christ. Right. I am to have kinship with yeah. you. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're in the church or out of the church, right? Right. It doesn't matter if you're saved, not saved. It doesn't matter. Right. I am supposed to, if I am who I am in Christ yeah. and yeah. if I am doing what God has called me to do, mm-hmm. I am to be kind. I am to have kinship with you. Absolutely. And to be kind to humankind. Right. Absolutely to mankind. That's yeah. that's that's the same thing. To have kind is the same as mankind. Mm. And so it's to be True and to be honest and to love Mm -hmm. everyone. Right. Doesn't matter. Everyone. So I think that our response in this, no matter what, should be love. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I I, I think, and we can talk about this, is that the biggest argument, well, it's facts over feelings. Facts over feelings. Mm -hmm. Well, facts don't care about your feelings. Well, your facts may hurt my feelings. <laughs> I think Jesus yeah. is the answer to that. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because when adversity came to Jesus, he answered in facts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When the Pharisees came against Jesus, he answered them with the word.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yet Jesus also went into the temple and flipped tables. Yeah, yeah. He acted out in feelings, but he was also right because of the law mm-hmm. and in the word. He was found and he was solid in doing that in acting out in those feelings yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: but his feelings weren't just based on the flesh it yeah. was based on the law it was based on fact mm-hmm. so I think the argument isn't fact over feeling I think Christians are called to be both yeah you know it's like back in the '60s and the 70s in the protests well you're either a hawk or you're a dove mm-hmm. and if I can quote Johnny Cash I'm a dove with claws
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, I I quoted Denzel Washington, so you. can Oh, quote thanks. Him, that yeah, that gives me. Yeah, <laughs> super. Guess, yeah, that gives
2: spiritual. The <laughs> mm, uh, man uh, in black. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, it all points to Jesus. Absolutely, right? He's yeah. facts. Um, he's, he's feelings. The, he's at, he's and, everything, and, and he's love, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so First Corinthians 13 says, "If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, mm. but have not love,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm a noisy gong or a clanging symbol." If I have prophetic powers and I understand all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith uh, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Yeah. If I give away all that I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. nothing. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these... He's loved. He's loved. That's He's so awesome. awesome.
0: I love what Dr. Tony Evans writes yeah. in the commentary on John 3, 16. For yes. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. It says that, and I'm paraphrasing this, that God's love for us, each and every one of us, that if I want to be like Christ, and if I am like Christ, and I don't love my neighbor, hmm that's monstrous. Right. Those are his words. Monstrous. Yeah. yeah. For us to say that we are born again Christians and not to love our neighbor, to have these racist thoughts, yeah. to act in a way that is wrong, mm-hmm. then it is
1: monstrous. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I agree wholeheartedly because even it, that that's confirmed in Scripture, James two and eight. If ye fulfil the royal law according to the Scripture, mm-hmm. thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin and are convinced by the law of transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Mm. For he Mm. that said, do not commit adultery, said also, do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye and so do. Do what you say. Do what you say. Do what you preach. As they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Look at this. For he shall have judgment without mercy. Mm -hmm. That hath shown no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. Yeah, that's good. So if I... How dare I say I'm a Christian and be a racist? How dare I say... Those are incompatible. Right. Those don't mix. And, And it's not just racist. How dare I say... Well... I'm not a racist, but yet I'm committing adultery, or I'm lying, or something like that. If I'm trying to say that I'm not doing something, but yet I'm still sinning in one area, I'm still a sinner. Yeah. Right. I'm still wrong. Right. Yeah. So for us to yeah. say, well, I'm a Christian, well, you know, I don't think whites should marry blacks. That doesn't mix. That doesn't make
1: <laughs> That's sense. That's right. That's right. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. you know, uh, talk about fulfilling the whole <clears throat> law. Uh, the law, there are 613 laws in the Mosaic Law.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. This is how you live. I don't know about you. I have a hard time memorizing 613 laws. Yeah. <laughs> and understanding which is ceremonial and which is moral and which is civil and all of that. Okay. Breaking that down theologically, hermeneutically. So Micah helps us simple guys out, he breaks it down to three. What a pal. I appreciate that. <laughs> he has showed thee, O oh man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, mm. but to do justly, mm. to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Now, for those like me, again, that battle even that, Jesus breaks it down to two.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: From man. 613 Come to two. Come
0: on now. Jesus helping
1: us out, He's too. He's helping us out, yeah. too. My God. When they ask him, good master, what is the greatest commandment? He said, "Love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, love God with all your heart,
0: mm-hmm.
1: mind, soul, and strength. All that, and then love your neighbors yourself." Mm. Yeah. So he drew the whole crux of what living for God is. It summed up into two statements: wow. love God, love my fellow man, love yeah. people. There is, there is no stipulation of, right. oh, love them, but. Right. Absolutely. Oh, there, them, there's but. not
0: a comma. There's yeah, not
1: yeah. A, a colon. There's
0: not a right. but. There's not an or. Mm-mm. It's a period. Right. Yeah. Love them. Right.
1: And I think that we need to love and be careful. Uh, be slow to anger. Be slow to, to Absolutely. judge. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a whole nother podcast. We'll work on this sometime, but. It is there is a correct way biblically to judge someone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Jesus said it like this: Remove the beam out of your eye first, right, and then you can remove the speck mm-hmm. out of your fellow man, right. right? Yeah, and being humble and first of all examining ourself and say, is there something in me? Is there a little bit of I don't like my fellow man in this, or I look down at my fellow man at this? And there are so many nuances. We talk about facts and feelings. There are so many nuances to this whole thing because I've traveled this country over, been to several nations outside of America, and watched the different cultures. Do you know there's a northern culture in America and a southern culture? Mm-hmm.
2: All right. The
1: yeah. the way that the way, By that, I mean I've, I've lived in Texas and I've lived in Pennsylvania. Some say pop, Minnesota.
0: some say soda, some say coat. Talk
1: about it. Uh,
0: that, what a bunch of weirdos. It's pop, y'all. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> It's Coke. Everything's Coke in Texas. Doesn't matter what you drink. <laughs> well, Dad,
0: I'm sorry. We're in Indiana, so it's pop.
1: <laughs> but but more than that, mm-hmm. there's a difference in dealing with racial tension in Chicago mm-hmm. than there is in Austin, Texas, or San Antonio, because it's a different melting pot. Right. right. There's a difference in the way of dealing with racial issues in Indianapolis than it is In Madora. right, absolutely, right. Uh, But it doesn't mean that we ought to ignore it and just simply say, "Well, it doesn't exist," right. But we can deal with it here. Your question, getting back to your original question, and as a, what can we do? One, love God. Mm -hmm. Two, love our fellow man, and be real in the process. I I want to mention something that we could be because a lot of people have, and I have. I did a video from our church. Uh, discussing a biblical response to racism, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it really broke 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 me down in my heart to see what happened to uh, uh, Floyd,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Uh, uh, Mr. Floyd. I it it that that hurt me. You know, it brought anguish. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But uh, how do we respond on social media? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: How do we? Because I got a couple questions first question for both of you you're you're more prolific in social media because it is very much a cultural uh ongoing thing today right Right. but what good is it and what is the good outcome for posting on social media
2: yeah i think i think uh uh there are three parts i think to how we respond and um uh, the second one that I was going to mention is social media. Okay. And uh, be, there is a power in your voice on social media. Um, social media is the voice of the world. Mm-hmm. It is a direct connection we have to our community. Absolutely. Like I, I have, you know, being in the church circles that we are in, the religious circles that we're in, we're connected to a lot of the same people who believe mm-hmm. the same things. Right. So, So I can make a post and they'll read it. And it won't mean anything. It, yeah. it they'll they'll like it. It'll encourage them. Whatever. It but it won't make a difference mm-hmm. per se to them, right? right. They already Absolutely. maybe have that understanding or that worldview. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the point? Well, the the point is, I'm also connected to so many people in my community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm connected to people um, who family members who don't mm-hmm. know the Lord. Yeah. I'm connected to people um, all in in the community next next to us. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So so they don't necessarily have someone speaking these things into their life. Right. Right. And so I'm not, and it's our culture. We're not going to go knock on somebody's door Mm -mm. and be like, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about racism. Right. And you spend an hour and you go to somebody else and you knock on their door. I mean, that's not what you do with social media. This is our, our vocal connection with Mm -hmm. each other. I I think a
0: lot of this is like a social media. I think it has replaced a lot of things. Because I know a lot of people used to go to like barbershops and yeah. that's where they talked about stuff like sure, this. Sure. So on, in all honesty, social media is our place to where we can talk about this yeah. now. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard because we don't have that human to human interface and talking, but it still gives it gives everyone an equal platform.
2: Right. And
1: well, that's what it, I think is powerful. Right. It's powerful and dangerous in the same sense. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me that brings me to this. I have some very strong opinions about posting about this kind of stuff on, on social right. media right. first of all if you're not articulate enough to formulate a, a, a good a thought cognizant <laughs> thought right just retweet Whitney Gothra right <laughs> um, yeah, for sure you know, Whitney Gothra is an amazing writer right if yes. you don't follow her on Facebook and Instagram you're, you're hurting yourself and, and following amazing uh, yeah, she, she can put amazing. words together that I'm She's like right. I'm like Wow. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. She can say it in a way that really blesses right. me. Yeah. And, and I'm really thankful for people like that. We'll post those mm-hmm. kinds of things. It goes back to your heart. If your heart isn't right, then it's what's going to come out. It's going right. to come out. Right. And if you've got, if you're you're blasting your fellow brother in Christ over this issue, you're blasting your your you know because they're not agreeing with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And and here it, it, I, I we see this in our world is that if you don't agree with me, you're going to split hell wide open, and yeah. you're right. just you know it's yeah. like, oh, we're having a conversation, but it's only one way. Right. right. It's only one way. And I think there's one other. One other thing that concerned me, and it's the underlying danger that I see of this whole thing, and that is the manipulation of, I've got to do this. Right. I've got to do this. Yeah. You've got to I've say got something. To do, if I don't do it then I'm not a part and then people say why haven't you post something why haven't you post something why haven't you post something right. and why haven't you done that and if you don't then you're somehow less of a person mm. yeah well then then the spirit is I mean post something type 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 with oh, no actual I, thoughts or I, feelings what, 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 they type 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 and put it in there and then it's like oh look how good I did right, mm. right. i've really done something mm-hmm. i made my screen black <laughs> right and it and and i have heard mm-hmm. quite a few of the black community says that that doesn't mean anything to me sure sure what do what are you doing beyond that but i think there there has to be a certain balance right so a social
2: media Rome, romans 14:13 uh, therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or a hindrance mm-hmm. in the way of a brother. Um, I know and I'm persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but if uh, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it unclean for. If your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. There are, what do we do? I, I want to share three things uh, as far mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. for what we can do. The first thing is educate ourselves about each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, learn, and, and that's this idea, if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. Learn, educate about each other. <laughs> <But> learn what <laughs> words.
0: And that was even talking about like even when people were trying to joke to you back in the time of nine eleven,
2: mm-hmm. saying that you were the terrorist, that was, it wasn't even the right yeah, region. Absolutely. They were not absolutely, educated. Yeah, they, they weren't <laughs> educated. Learn what words cause hurt. What yeah. words right. cause right. pain and stop right. saying them. What actions are we doing that maybe we don't realize we're doing that are, are perpetuating this yeah. cycle of racism and stop doing those things. Educate ourselves how we can celebrate diversity, celebrate the amazing qualities that God has given to each of us and mm-hmm. commit to a life of mm-hmm. lifting each other up. Um, so 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 one one is educate yourself. The other is use your voice on social media, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 the connection to the world. It's it's our it's it's embedded in right. our uh, our society, right? But the third thing is be visible in the community mm-hmm. because because your words and this is the point I wanted to get to. Your words aren't enough, right? And social yeah. media, right. what you do on social media isn't enough. Right. It is powerful, but it has to be coupled. With your visibility in the community. Yeah. So you so talk about what it what's important and social and, and I think social media is very important for that. But words without action, they're just idle words. So speak, yes, but also act. Right. Absolutely and speak, yeah, but also do something. Right, absolutely. Don't just speak, don't just act. Right. Right? It's don't yeah. just act. You've got to you've got God okay. gave you a voice to use. Right. Use your voice, speak. Mm-hmm. Use your actions. Do something. And I think, I think that is what we can do.
0: Yeah. I think if I can name one person that I've seen that has used social media uh, the most beautiful way is Brother Victor Jackson from the UPC. Yeah. 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 This awesome. man is an evangelist. Yeah. He is an African-American who flew to Minneapolis
2: mm-hmm.
0: praying in the streets. Yeah. yeah. That is how we take action. Yes. That is how we stand. Mm-hmm. That is how the church responds. Right. If you want to post it on social media, that's fine. Whatever. A lot of people are seeing it. It's touched thousands of people. Absolutely. It's touched people like Eddie James. I've seen him post it. But it's not that he's just posting on social media. It's that he's in the streets yeah. with rioters, yeah. with yeah. protesters, yeah. praying and praying and not just praying. God give them peace. Praying God give them the revelation
2: yeah.
0: of Acts two thirty eight. Absolutely. Giving giving them an opportunity to say, if you want to know more about Jesus, come yeah. to me. Yeah. That is how the
1: church responds. Yeah. That is how we respond to racism. Well, and I think that, that uh, both of you are hitting the nail on the head about doing something. Um, because that's the ultimate goal. What are we going to do about this? Right, right. Well, I think one thing is to the emotion that is connected to this on, on all sides, all races, is... Instead of outrage, mm-hmm. I think we need to respond to anguish.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think anguish ought to be the, our response to uh, what is happening from the riots, yeah. to what happened in Minneapolis, what has happened around our country. It's 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 anguish
2: mm-hmm.
1: and brokenness, yeah. not in your face. I mean, the, the, the thing that troubles me and, and, and to watch— you know, a retired black police mm. captain yeah. standing guard over a pawn shop gets shot point blank.
2: Yeah.
1: And he's not celebrated. Right, right, right. That uh, life matters. Mm. Black lives matter. I think that's but, it. Uh, it. It's a matter of just simply saying, anguish yeah ang- we ought to be ang in anguish as a church because anguish should lead us to intercession right? absolutely right. anguish should lead us to prayer right. and lament yeah. and, and seeking god and being yeah. broken about this because god hears the prayers of people that will be broken mm-hmm. and 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 really i'm fr- i'm frustrated because i see a lot of of post and Discussions and talks that is more than plat—it's just simply platitudes. Mm. It's simply platitudes, and I think God's called us to anguish in this particular yeah. time. Uh, That—that's one thing. I think that we need to. We've already talked about this, but one one response we can have is celebrate. Yeah. Cultures. Right. right. Absolutely. Don't be. You know. Uh, uh, I love the stories that I hear of missionaries, uh, like the Edmonds that went to Taiwan, Mm -hmm. Brother and Sister Edmonds that went to Taiwan, that they so immersed themselves in the culture of the Chinese the the Taiwanese, uh, which are are Chinese in in their language and their culture, so immersed themselves that they would not speak in English for one year while they're Mm. learning Chinese. And you hang around them to today. Yeah. They've been there for English. over 30 <laughs> years. They struggle with English now yeah. because they have become so immersed in that culture. You would right. think that they are Chinese. Well, and
0: here's and, the thing with that.
1: They were not born in that tongue. They no. were not born in that culture.
0: Yet yeah. now they have, become they have become that culture. That. That, that's what shows you it's not about race. Right. It's not about that. It's that I can, if I am... Solely committed to what Jesus Christ had told me to do, right. what yeah. God has called me to do, right. yeah. it it doesn't necess- it just blurs that.
2: Yeah, it blurs yeah.
0: those lines that to where yeah. I can adopt that culture, yeah. and that is how people like the Edmonds are effective yeah, where right. they are at. Right, it is because they have adopted that. It is because they have celebrated that
1: culture and they have well put, they they put, used it to their advantage. Absolutely, yeah. they used it to their advantage to to you know get in there, not to be. Paul said, "I become all things." To all men, that by some means I can save some. Right. Yeah. To the Jew, I begin. I can talk their lingo. To the Greek, I can talk their lingo. I can. What is he say? I can appreciate their culture.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've
1: learned to 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 work in those particular regions, and and here in Indiana, in Southern Indiana, in the place that we live, we have very few minorities. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can't go. Uh, maybe to to the streets of Minneapolis. And thankful for those that have. But what we can do is that when we meet people, be kind. Absolutely. When we meet people on the street, whether they're white, whether they're Hispanic, we have quite a bit of Hispanics in our area, be kind. Yeah. And uh, the Bible says that a soft answer turneth away wrath. Yeah. It is living out Christ before them. And uh, I think that that is, that's something that we could do. Of course, well the one of the main things we could do is pray. Right. Absolutely. Right. And I don't mean, oh, I'm praying for you and it'd be a habitual greeting. I'm talking about hitting our face mm-hmm. before God and praying for revival. This is an opportunity yeah. for the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. So
0: going from that, let me ask this question. How do we move forward? How do we not necessarily as a nation, as a church, But as a people, how do we move forward? For me, I think it's that we need to realize that racism is not at the heart of this issue. Timothy, you've said this. It's sin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sin is at the heart of this issue. Sin has blinded our eyes. It's blocked our hearts, made us lash out in this fear and Mm -hmm. anger. Let me read this. Colossians 3 and 5. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil... can. Oh, I can't say that word. Con-coopsis, science. Whatever it is.
1: Concupsis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> C- yes, that. And covetousness, <laughs> which is idolatry. Right. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Mm-hmm. In the which ye also walked sometime when you lived in them. But now you're also put off in all these things. Anger, wrath, malice, mm-hmm. blasphemy, filthy communication. It's just speaking evil things. Speaking mm-hmm. wrong. Out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge mm-hmm. after the image mm-hmm. of him that created him. Yeah. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, all right. circumcision nor uncircumcision, mm-hmm. barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, right. but Christ is all and in all. Yeah.
1: Man, that'll preach.
0: So yeah. <laughs> I, I think what it really is, is that a lot of people are just struggling with the old man. Yeah. In, and, in a sense, there, my opinion changes when I'm made new. There can be so much absolutely. hate right. and anger in my life. Absolutely. But when I am born again, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: something in me dies.
1: Right. I have watched. Talk about change. I have watched. A former KKK member opened the door for black brothers and sisters in Christ as he was the doorman in the church of God. Mm -hmm. There's a scripture, there's several scriptures that say this, especially in Revelation. Uh, But uh, before the throne, the the Bible says uh, in Revelation 5 and 8, and when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and 20 elders fell down before the lamb. They're at the throne having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayer of the saints. Mm-hmm. And they sung a new song, mm-hmm. saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof, for mm. thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood
2: mm.
1: out of every kindred, yeah. tongue, yeah. and people and nation.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, wait a second. Let's just stop here for a minute. Uh-huh. So around the throne Mm. is worshiping and praising God. The closest thing to the presence of God, symbolizes presence, is every tongue, Mm -hmm. every nation, every people, every tribe, every language, every race. Mm -hmm. So if that is what is happening in heaven, and Jesus said, pray, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done Mm -hmm. on earth
0: as it is in heaven,
1: then the closest we are to heaven— Racially, is when we are standing together, brothers and side. sisters, yeah. side by side, lifting our hands and worshiping yeah. the King of Kings because we have been redeemed. And the answer is the gospel, and the response that we must have is preach the gospel. Preach the, absolutely, preach the gospel. Yeah, live the there's, gospel. There's
2: I, one cross I, for all. Absolutely, yeah. there was one resurrection for all. for all. And I think I think one thing that's really cool is is uh, when Jesus. Uh, when he poured out his when when God poured out His Spirit the the whole when he he poured out the Holy Ghost and he and he provided the Comforter yeah the the Bible says um, there were Jerusalem Jews devout mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. out of every nation under heaven now wow. when this was noised abroad the multitude See, came I didn't together I not know going to say that that's yeah and and yeah, they I, were I confounded like because <laughs> they uh, because that every man heard them speak in his own language mm, yes. and they Talk were all it. amazed and yes. marvelled. Uh, and, and they said, we hear them speaking in our tongue. The mm. outpouring of the Holy Ghost was this this combination, bringing Whoa. the people together. Bringing people together. Awesome.
0: And what I think is so beautiful about that, it was a blanket that fell. It was a wind mm-hmm. that spoke to every individual. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like today, a lot of people that come to America, they commonly speak English. Mm-hmm. So if you were to speak in English, you wouldn't. A lot of, just about everybody would understand yeah. but it's like going to somewhere where no one understands each other
2: mm-hmm.
0: no one can communicate
2: yeah.
0: and then God steps in yeah. and says you all are hearing the exact same thing but in yeah. the tongue that you were born in yeah. in yeah. the culture you were born in in the yeah. in the ethnicity you were born in whatever he can still minister to you and yeah. I think that's so beautiful that's awesome. and that's like talking about in the scripture I read earlier uh, in the Renewed in the knowledge after the image of Him that created him. Right. Mm -hmm. Speaking of God. Yeah. Yeah. Timothy, you have a different skin color than I do. You're in the image of God. Right. I'm in the image of God. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone looks differently than me. Yeah. I need to
1: know that is God.
0: That's the image
1: of God. That statement in the in the Bible and what you're saying qualifies life as sacred. Mm -hmm. All life. Is sacred. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point. And and this is what has happened to our talked about a dysfunctional co- uh, culture, is that when we have so devalued life, that a person who's aged can be just kind of pushed off the scene. Mm-hmm. You realize today that and I think it is in Denmark uh, they don't call it suicide anymore; they call it opting out of life. Wow! Phew. Wow! Because they have so devalued life. The, the the four thousand a day abortions mm-hmm. that are performed mm-hmm. in our nation mm-hmm. is a devaluing of life, and we can't kick God out of the scene of making life sacred, and then saying, "Well, you know, these lives matter. Don't don't lives matter? They matter because He placed His image on us, right. and we are sacred. So I don't have a right to mess with a black man." Because he's sacred, I don't have a right to mess with an Indian. Because he's sacred, I don't have a right to mess with a a Hispanic or even a white man. I don't have a right to 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 do these things because God has already classified his life
0: mm-hmm.
1: as sacred. Right, right, right. And 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 he said that right. Yeah. Absolutely. He said that. Absolutely.
0: Genesis 1 and 27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. Yeah. Just as God created Adam at the beginning of time. Yeah. He's still creating man. Mm-hmm. Man is still being created. Maybe even though it's in a womb, it's yeah. not out of dust. Man is still being created. Yeah, absolutely. So that man is still being created. Right. He is still being created in the image of God. Yes. Even would, now. I mean, let me show even you now. Some, now, even, even now. To even
1: today. So if you go back to verse 26, where verse 26, the scripture says, God said, let us make man mm-hmm. in, in our image and after our likeness. And then he says, "God, verse 27, God made man. Mm-hmm. The two words there for man carry two different uh, additions. One's got the preposition, one doesn't. And the one in verse 26 is not referring to Adam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's referring to humankind. Yeah. It's referring to humanity. Right. Verse 27 refers to Adam singularly.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. When God created. So when you say God's still creating man, that's a fulfillment of Genesis 126. Right. Mm -hmm. He is still using uh, things, Mm -hmm. the church. right? You know, his word. Yeah. He's using things to help create us in his image and after his likeness. Right. Because that is his process Mm -hmm. for humanity. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I think if we can understand that, I think r- racism just goes away. Goes away. It goes through the back door. If I can understand to look at somebody and mm-hmm. say, that's the image of God. Yeah. How dare I hate it? I remember, how dare I say mean things to yeah. it? Because that's the image of the creator
1: who created me, mm-hmm. who loved me, who gave me the mm-hmm. opportunity for salvation. My my dad uh, was born in 1922. And he witnessed the first automobile coming to his community. He witnessed the first airplane coming to his community. He witnessed a lot of this transition, you know, firsthand mm-hmm. in South Louisiana where he was raised. He went into World War II as a young adult white man. At that time, the the, the races were totally separated. You know, you had this group that was all, uh, you know, an army group of of selection of soldiers and then you have the whites that were separated Mm -hmm. my dad said that they got into a battle one time and he happened to be in a place where his thing was he drove a truck and so he jumps out of the truck and hits the ditches as airplanes are coming in strafing and shooting bullets at 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 his truck and he just left the place where there was a guard and that guard jumped into the ditch with him and he said he was a black man, mm-hmm. and he said we wiggled up close to each other because we needed each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. You know what? There comes a point in time when you can say separation all you want to, and you can say, but there comes a point in time when humanity right. needs each other. Right. right? We need the voice of 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 Hispanics and blacks and yeah. and you know. Asians and mm. we need that voice, and quite frankly, I think we hear it now more in the church than ever, right? Because it opened a door, it, right. it, it does, it opens the door, man. Hey, this it, is a great, great discussion
2: to, to answer. Uh, to, to hit your question, mm-hmm. where are we going? Um, as, as the world, I don't know, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, there's a telling where they're going not. next. <laughs> um, hope and hopefully, this conversation um, brings in change, but. As far as the church, what I do know is that um, for many people, their views of the church aren't positive. right? right. Can Absolutely. we agree with that? Yeah. Many people who uh, leave the church, they talk about hurt that they've experienced, mm-hmm. yeah. hypocrisy in the church, things like that. And I think this topic of racism is is a platform. It's a conversation. Um, it's a place where the actions of the church can start healing some of those Absolutely. feelings. Granted, um, and, 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 yeah. and if the world sees us Spreading the love, helping build up the communities and build up each mm-hmm. other, getting involved in the middle of it. Not yeah. just behind the pulpits, right? Not yeah. just uh, with our live streams, but doing what Pastor Dylan, our discipleship pastor, mm-hmm. got a burden to do. Mm-hmm. And that is get in touch with our community leaders and work with them to do a prayer on the square. Things like Absolutely. that. Things that Can't say wait. to those who are hurting, whether it's those that are facing the oppression of racism or... Yeah or even just somebody who felt rejected from the church, if they can see the church doing what the church is preaching, then we can usher in a move of healing to our families, our communities, minorities, and individuals alike. That's awesome. That's awesome. I truly think that's awesome.
0: I think that that is the answer, that not only do we bring the love of Jesus Christ from the churches, from our pulpits, but that we get into our community. And be the church. Yeah. Show them the love. Absolutely. Just like Pastor Dylan's doing. Yeah. Show the love of Jesus. Yep. I think that's awesome.
1: Amen. I and and to me that's the core thing is love God, love people. Yeah. And if you love people, you're gonna to preach to them the gospel of Jesus Christ right. that changes them. I love what Ravi Zacharias used to say, and that was he didn't Jesus didn't come to make bad people good, he came to make dead people live. Mm. Yes, and to me, we're dealing with a lot of dead people, right? Yeah, because they're dead in sin the and trespasses. Man. Yeah, the right. old man, and and so we've got to show the light and the love of Jesus. Yeah. And if it if that is not in our core, mm-hmm. then we're going to fall off the rails. Yeah, but yeah, I really I really like that, uh, Timothy. It's just it's great to great to sit down with you. We're about to wrap this up, and uh, man, it's it, it's great to be back. Right. In the office here. Back in the saddle. (laughs) You know, know, uh, to our listeners, we have not been able to do our podcast, and so we've hit you with the full load. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: This first podcast back after Corona is full load podcast. (laughs) Right. And uh, we're back in in the office where there's electricity now. We've been doing construction around here. There's air conditioning now. Thank the Lord.
0: Uh, Yes. Yes. If if you do have any questions on these topics or if you have any specific topics that you would like us to cover, please let us know on our social media, either, you know, a kingdom link on Facebook uh, or contact, you know, either me or dad personally. Let us know what you want us to talk about, because we want to talk about the things that are really impacting this
1: world. And if this hasn't been this conversation has been an impact to you, share it, you know, share it with your friends uh, share it on social media, uh, write a review, and uh, we we want to be able to be a help. And and what again? What we're doing here is about the mission of Kingdom Link, and that that is connecting generational leaders. Yeah. We have uh, someone myself. I'm I'm almost sixty, and we have Timothy that is in his thirties, and David is in his twenties, all looking from a different standpoint, but coming to the same conclusion.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The same conclusion, and and what we could do. But uh, it's been great to be here today, and be looking for our next podcast coming out real soon. And we appreciate this opportunity. And once again, thank you, uh, Pastor Timothy, thank you. Uh, for Woo-hoo! being here. And David, thank you so much yes. for being here with us. It's been awesome. A, uh, we're, we're back in the saddle, bud. Yeah, yeah amen. And we look forward More to the next time. <laughs> Oh my, I don't know how I'm going to end that. Well, I'll do it. I'm going to end that. Thank you all.
0: Have a good night. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.